Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starfield or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. be a little weird, Robbie, at Brupolo's in Doloroso. Doloroso? Yeah. All right. That would be a little weird. Nobody would be expecting that one. It's almost like the, um, <clears throat> isn't there like a place in Jerusalem where Jesus walked, the Via Della Rosso or something like that? that <laughs> I know he did walk, but I don't know, I didn't know what it was called. I think that was where like he carried the cross down that, I want to say it's like a road or an alley or something in Jerusalem. Let's see if I can, look at you. This is, is that, a man that right? Villa Della Rosa? It's Dolorosa. So Villa Della Rosa. So it's a instead of S O on the end, it's S A. There we go. Well, there you go. The Way of Sorrows. I believe that was like the road or alley it's, or whatever that it Jesus starts traveled. at the Muslim quarter in the old city of Jerusalem mm-hmm. and ends at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Sepul- Sepulchre. Sepulchre. I can never say it. Sepulchre. I thought it was Sepulchre. Well, there's an L in there. Sepulchre. I'm pretty sure. It's well, right. well, we're we're from Mississippi. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we, we would say sepulcher. But I don't know. This is supposed to be kind of in your lane. These are, this is true. It's true. It's from my, your my ancestors. neck of the woods. My neck of the woods. That's right. Now, you know, Jerusalem is not my ancestors. That's John. That's true. Well, I mean, they don't let my kind in there. We got, we got a little strip they, they keep us in. That's true. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to go to the Holy Land. I think it would be cool. It would be really cool, but, <clears throat> but. I, would, I would be a little nervous about it. No, there's no reason to be nervous. You're Catholic. American is the issue, though. Yeah, but you know the most important phrase to know how to say in Arabic. What? Don't shoot! I'm Canadian. (laughs) My parents went. Did uh, they? Yes, in '08. Yeah, they were gone actually the whole like two weeks. Yeah, and I had the whole house to myself. I threw a party at the house and everything. (laughs) When my parents were, that's just funny. That, uh, the statute of limitations, your mom can't get mad at you now. <laughs> because but, this that was a very bad time in my life. Yeah, I guess. But it, Mom and Dad are over there reliving the steps of the Lord and Savior Jesus <laughs> Christ, and Robbie is at home getting hammered, you know? No, I, I promise you I was not having a good time. Immoral behavior. I promise I was not having a good time that week because that was the week of the Egg Bowl. Oh, oh, oh. So I watched the Egg Bowl. Well, I watched the first quarter of the Egg Bowl, and then I got in my car, and I drove to Louisville and went to went out to eat, yeah. went to Sonic. I ignored the entire second half. I wish I could have. That, But my parents were gone think, during that time. I think both time. Big Daddy and Juju would admit that to watch the 2008 Egg Bowl, you need to have a drink. 
Yes. They would, even they would be like, okay, well, it's I don't okay. know. They, they probably wouldn't. But. They might. They might be willing to say it. They, they're, they're, the way that they deal with that is yeah. just being angry. So I, I can't imagine Big Daddy angry. I, I can't. I can't imagine what it's like. I'm sure he has been. He can get mad. Oh, that's the thing though. I bet when he's, he, I bet when he's mad, it is terrifying. Well, you know, you know, I have a temper. I you've, know you do. You've been around me. I have. So that is my dad. That is, and his dad, you can't imagine. His dad was, I mean, the tempers that he had was legendary. But that's where I get my temper from is the Falks. Right. And my dad has that temper, but it's buried deep. Inside, I got you. I, I, got you. I am my father without a filter. My dad, it, me and my dad have the same personality. We like to talk. We like we are very opinionated. But my dad has filtered it a little bit. I am the, uh, I'm, I'm my I'm my father probably you know fifty years ago. I got you. All right, Strange Brew Coffee House. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> That's become my favorite kind of thing is let's just talk for just three minutes on. and then I just say strengthcrewcoffeehouse.com. Yeah. Uh, College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Guys, whatever it is, Mississippi State, they've got it at College Corner, all the best name brands and the, the logos that you guys want on the clothes, the state script, the interlocking, the uh, M over S. It's all right there at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area, originally by Fleet Feet, Floyd by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. Lunch, dinner, Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. So if you're going to be in town this weekend, make sure you make a stop by there. Grab a blue plate for lunch. Grab a great dinner Friday night or Sunday morning. Get in line and grab Sunday brunch. It is always fantastic. It's a great meal each and every time at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi here to serve you. Guys, it's just as simple. Do you want to do business in your community or not? Do you want to talk to people you know or people you don't know? Feels like a pretty easy answer to me. So if you are living in Central Mississippi and you want to talk to a bank that deals with its, with its customers like neighbors, you're going to talk to people at Priority One Bank. Go to PriorityOneBank.com. That's the website. You can find a location nearest you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It is Rumblings Day. We got a lot of questions, so let's jump right in. Dalton Lee back with us today. I turned 30 last Thursday, and my wife has been pestering me for gift ideas. How about a coffin? 30? It's all downhill, buddy. <laughs> uh, it's, it's time for a, uh, yeah. uh, what, like a my pillow or something? <laughs> Lifetime supply of naproxen. <laughs> Uh, I literally can't think of anything I want. Is there a gift that a 30-year-old plus must have going forward? P.S. I'm Asian and don't have much hair, so a trimmer is useless to me. <laughs> well, I, I would say I, I'm at the point in my life where I, I, instead of gifts, I want experiences. So yeah. tell your wife, like, hey, whatever you're going to spend, let's just go somewhere that I pick and you know go have a nice meal and go see something I want to see. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's that's kind of what how I am now too. Yeah, that's a good point. I I think I I want to start doing that more. I've I've been thinking lately about taking trips to Boston and, you know, places on the East Coast that I've never been to and, you know, out West seeing, uh, you know, the beautiful views and like Utah, Colorado, places like that. That would be, I, I think that, I think that's the way to go. Or, you know, whatever, I don't know what your interests are, Dalton, other than Mississippi State. Maybe, maybe get another interest other than Mississippi State for your health, <laughs> but... 
Let's see. It's whatever your whatever bio. interest might be. If your Twitter bio is just Mississippi State alum, so I mean, yeah. If you're if if you've gotten into grass like I have now, yeah. maybe she should get you maybe, some seed. Or, or if you're into fertilizer, you know, cooking like we are, maybe get you a nice new Traeger or yeah. RecTech. My, my, I got some buddies that tell you they they have a RecTech uh, pellet smoker. They love that thing. Like, I'm thinking about like going a child. I'm thinking about going with RecTech over yeah. Traeger. To be honest with RecTech you, RecTech is the way to go, from what I can tell. Yeah. So. All right, uh, Colton Watson. Is Sean Preston the best player on this defense, not named Jet Johnson or Buki Watson? I think State might win last week if he plays the whole the whole game. He's definitely improved a lot. I don't think he's better than Crumbity, though. I, I just find it, to me, like really funny mm-hmm. that what... what uh, you, you were at? laughing. You looked at your phone and you laughed. That's something that happened. I was looking at this question. Okay. I, I find it really funny that this fan base has now shifted towards Sean Preston being a vital part of this yeah, defense. Yeah, it's a vital part. He has been like, I, I I wouldn't say trash, but there people wanted him to move on. Yeah, you know, and I've always felt like this guy was had kind of a spark to him. That there's obviously some some weaknesses to his game. He's not going to go out there and cover the best receiver. But I said it last week when I picked him as my X factor. He's got a Nico Whitley type, you know. Game maker, game playmaker kind of guy uh, to him. That that's that's kind of what I see with him. He can make a play. He can change a game for you. And he's been big this year. You, we saw what he did right when he came in the ball game. There's probably some more questions about him in here. I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean he's he's up there, one of yeah. the better guys. And you know why? Because he's been around. He's been here for five, six years. Yeah. Um, you know, it's important to have those kind of guys. I think when you're Defense, especially guys that are older guys that have experienced the SEC before. Once again, we're right where many of us predicted MSU to be at this point, but we're all upset. Why do we do this when we shouldn't be surprised? It's the way they played. So if State was two and two, right, but they had beaten Arizona thirty-five to ten and had lost LSU, say thirty-five twenty-four, and then lost to South Carolina, the exact same game. This is the way it is, right? You would be sitting there like, ah, man, we're, we're just, you know, we're, we're we're close, we're going to be all right, but the way they played against Arizona and LSU has everybody wondering, and then they they kind of know what's going to happen this weekend. So it's you know, even though you're two and three, it's not the two and three you projected. To me, it's all about when that page turns from Alabama. How does exactly. the team react? Exactly, 100%. I, it's huge to have Western Michigan after that mm-hmm. because that's kind of a get right, you know, get back. On you know good standing game, so it's not a you're just constantly falling down the hill. So that's a big game to have, and then you got the bye week mm-hmm. to prepare for this last stretch. What they do after Alabama, and specifically after that bye week, that will tell us what this team is. They're no different than what you predicted. Mm-hmm. They're a game worse than what I predicted, but I thought they could lose that South Carolina game, so right. I'm not totally shocked. Right, but. What do they do at Arkansas, Auburn, A and M, the home against Ole Miss? What what do they do in those games? That's mm-hmm. that's what's going to make or break the season. Yeah. Uh, Papa Crawdad asks us, which celebrity would you want in your suite, cheering you on as you scored a touchdown, and then you leave with them in your Chevelle convertible? Was that what they left in? <coughs> there there was video today of uh, yeah. Taylor Swift leaving in a popcorn. Um, Container like a like the thing that carries the like catering. Yeah. Uh, apparently they had put her in that and were like pulling her out of the box in that. 
I don't know how I, people thought it was her, but I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, yeah, you yeah, know she, what I'm talking about, like the big like catering containers. Mm-hmm. She was in that. Wow. And they pushed her around until they until she got to the suite. No, when she was leaving. Oh, okay. So she could get out without being mobbed. Yes, I got you. So I, I don't know how people so, found out that was her. But that said, you got a suite. You got somebody <clears throat> there cheering you on. Who who do you want it to be? Um, I'm not going to suck up and say my wife. No, it's supposed to be a celebrity. It needs to be a celebrity. Yeah. It needs to be, you know, I do want my wife there and, and my child. That would mm-hmm. be nice. Mm-hmm. But um, who do I want? I'm, I'm playing football. Yeah. Um, I think I know who it should be for you. It would, it would probably be a wrestler. I was going to say, like how Chris good, Jericho. Or like if, if, if they cut to the, the suite after you scored and The Rock is up there fist pumping. He's just sitting there like beating his chest. He's like, that's my guy. That's my guy. Now that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, The that, Rock, Stone the Rock. Cold. Yeah, somebody, or Flair. Yes. Flair up there like, just, he's, he's, he's just strutting pounding, around. Just pounding, pounding can whiskey. Can yeah. No, he, I saw him you know, at WrestleMania. Yeah. He was double fisting cranberry vodka. Yeah. Um, and was and wanted people to see him. Yeah. So uh, he would make it about himself. I don't know. I, I, the no, focus need, is supposed to be on me. The Rock needs to be your guy. Yes. So mine's Marco Robbie. I'm going. Oh, of I'm course. Going away, so. uh, My namesake. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see here. Tucker Medlin wasn't one of DeCarlo's Nicholson's primary trait as a recruit. His speed. How is he getting dusted by a wide receiver 30 pounds heavier than him? I mean, there are guys bigger than me that are faster than me. Yeah, that guy's pretty fast. He's, good, he's a good athlete. Yeah. I think that guy's kind of a revelation right now. Like we really we're, playing well. Like we're we're kind of seeing him emerge. Mm-hmm. South Carolina always seems to have that one guy at wide receiver or defensive back. Like there's always a dude, mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Now you look at some of the wide receivers they've had in the past and uh, safeties and cornerbacks. They've had some dudes come through there. This guy has has stepped up in the loss of uh, Juice. Is that his name? Juice, Juice Wells, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he's really been fantastic. He's been one of the best receivers in the country. So, I mean, yeah, DeCarlos has speed. I don't know what happened there, but that guy's pretty good, too. He's just a good receiver. There's nothing, you know, he just made a play. Um, oh, God, I screwed up here. Hold on. There we go. Um, also from Tucker, when does it become concerning that Jans can't finish on these high-level recruits when he starts losing games? Yeah, as long as he's winning. I don't care who who, who you get as long as you're winning. Yeah. So, I mean. We'll see. I mean, they've still got a few more guys But that's out the there, thing. Man. Like, I'm, I'm just not surprised that four, <clears throat> that five-star basketball players don't want to come to Mississippi State just yet. Yeah. I get yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely a work yeah. in progress. I mean, the state is not a blue-chip um, – Team like it's uh, this the program is is not been good mm-hmm. for you know two decades yeah so I mean it's, it's you got to build. Brogan Fairchild, what's your favorite concert you've seen on the state campus? I haven't seen a ton. No, I mean, it would probably be Blues Traveler. Um, I saw Young Jock, Ooh. followed by Blues Traveler. That was the most. What a show! The the. Uh, it was crazy to see the difference in the crowd in Young Jock and then Blues Traveler. Yeah, like a whole new crowd came in. Yeah, but I was there for both. Yeah, because I mean, I, I love it. I, love I saw uh, Seven Mary Three and Better Than Ezra. Oh, at the amphitheater. That's what I'm gonna go with. I saw Better Than Ezra at 
Ricks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, who else did I see in Starville? I also saw I also saw Aaron Tippin and Diamond Rio at the amphitheater. Nice. I saw Aaron Tippin at the Shelby County Fair. Nice. Um, I, I came in kind of tail end of Starville transitioning out of great concerts, yeah. which is upsetting. But um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, I saw Black Crows at uh, Bulldog Bash, which was awesome. Gavin DeGraw put on a good concert at Bulldog Bash. Yeah. We, we need to get these concerts back. I've been on that soapbox for a long time. I'm hoping that, that it comes to fruition at some point. Yeah. Also from Brogan, I was a little surprised you didn't mention penalties and the things that are true. Where do you think they fall in the things, the pantheon of things that need to be improved? I mean, I didn't think State was just out of its way getting penalized Saturday night. The one that bothered me the most is jumping off sides on the on the on the short yardage. Yeah, you've got to be prepared for that. Yeah, you, you got to not. You know, you can't do it. It's weird too because the the first game of the season, which is usually when that stuff happens, the state had one penalty. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. I don't, I don't really know what to think about the state right now. There's nothing that I can nail down about yeah. this team, good or bad. I yeah. mean. The, the defense has been bad. I think that's something you can nail down, but I just don't know what the identity of the team is. I, I can't really truly measure things because they're so all over the place. I, you know, yeah. I don't know. John Carpenter says or asks if you can improve one thing at each of state's major sports venues, what would they be? Well, did he know? Well, the first thing I would do is improve the team. <laughs> improve them a lot. <laughs> no, um, that should simply be better. Yeah. Careful, you I might think, get some messages. I ain't afraid of those messages. Anybody who sends me, I'll just go ahead and give a disclaimer. Anybody that sends me a message calling me out about the way I cover a team, everybody's going to know what you said. There ain't no such thing as a private message to Brian Haydad, okay? Just, just be aware. Well, I choose to keep mine private for now. There you go. Uh, Davis Way Stadium, it's, it's kind of obvious that you want to bolt. Well, you know, I, I, do I really want to bowl it in and, and do the chair back thing, or do yeah. I just want to do those little things that I've talked about, about getting the LEDs and, and fixing the sound system and just kind of going with what you have? I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think they need to make it a more premium venue, cooler uh, atmosphere. You know, what, like, the upper decks, like, what do you do up there? Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be strange because if you bowl in – the the end zone on that end. How do you drop capacity? You I mean, you chair back the stadium. You got chair back it and you got spread the seats out a little bit, which is great. I yeah, mean, you, you get a better be experience great. that way. You know, it'd be great, but I mean that's a lot of work. Yeah, it, that would be like a you know year and a half project. Oh, it'd be a long time, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I mean that you have to make Davis Wade a more premium venue. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing to me because that's your biggest money maker. Yeah. Uh, Duty Noble doesn't need anything else right now. I mean, w- that needs to be the last priority right the now. The only thing baseball. I would do if you if I could do it is I would figure out a way to have more general admission seating. Yes, and demolish the press box and rebuild it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the press for sure box gonna, is a, it's a, a disaster. The hump. Speaking of demolish, I would never have just upgraded the hump. I would have started it fresh. I I have a bad feeling when we go in there in a few weeks that we're going to look around and go, where did the money go? Yeah. What what did we spend this money on? Right now, like I've seen pictures of the inside. I just don't see a huge difference. Yeah. And I mean, the outside looks great, what they've added out there, but Mm -hmm. 
I mean, was that really necessary? Yeah. In the grand they scheme, they needed to to just flatten that thing and start over. And the problem is, I feel like you got some great bones in that building. Yeah. They just needed to do yeah. something else. And and kind of the issue that you're facing is the prices of everything are so high. Yeah. You just hit it the the wrong time. Yeah. You know. All right. So I, don't, I just don't think they're going to get their money's worth on it. John Landry says, currently teaching myself how to grill and cook. What's one thing I should learn how to make? So from a grilling perspective, what should he, what should be like, you, you need to know how to do this. Well, just like simply, like for, first steak? off, you need to learn how to cook a steak. Yeah. Because um, you can ruin a steak. I think you need to learn to kind of cook something high heat and low heat. Yes. Which, you know, low heat, you're thinking pork, pork, chicken. I think pork, pork butt. Because yes. pork butt is something that if you, you have the temperature right, it kind of takes care of itself. Yeah. And then, you know, you can get steaks hot. Yeah. I mean, you got to be very careful with that. But if you master a steak, mm-hmm. then you can you can do a lot. The thing about I mean, steaks to always remember is if, you, if you're not sure, undercook it. Yes. Because you can just put it in the oven for a minute if you need to. But, but on top of that, I mean, you can... You're not going to get deathly ill if you eat right. an undercooked steak. Yeah, you steak. can eat a rare steak, but but once it's overcooked, it's over. There's, yep. no, there's no coming back to that. Man, then, I threw one on my dad's grill. I was so embarrassed. I, my dad was like, you cooked the steaks today. I was like, all right, yeah. I threw it on there and closed the lid. I didn't realize he had it, like, hot. Yeah. And so I turned it a couple of times, took it off. Mm-hmm. You know, steak, another thing you have to remember about steak, when you take it off, it continues to cook. It continues to cook, yeah. Same so with any meat, yeah. It was a little over medium, and by the time like you know I'd pulled it off and everything, uh, it was well done, uh, I and I was I was sick the whole Mortified, day. Mortified, yeah. I I was just and embarrassed. Then, I did this on my dad on my dad's steak. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it was just. And then you should also learn how to make make a pasta dish of some <clears> kind. If you're going to learn how to cook, and then roast potatoes. Everybody loves roast potatoes. They're easy to do. Figure out how you like to make them taste and and make them. They're easy to do. Yeah, that way that's an easy side every time. If you if you're going to cook steak and roast potatoes, people will come to your house to eat. Yeah. So, all right, Nick. Tell you what, man. Becky yeah. made another cheesecake the other day. Why? Why with this? What was going on? Here? Cookies and cream. No, I mean, I don't. I don't need to know. I, I had it last know. night. It was good. So, I had a blueberry. I had blueberry cheesecake squares over the weekend. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They were good. Sounds nice. They were good. Uh, Nick Aiken asks, besides pitching, what's something state should make a priority in the portal? For, for this year, it's a little late. That, that, that ship has sailed. Um, I mean, for next year, I I, mean, I have no idea. You know, got to see what, what, what the team is. before. Well, I you'll have to get a first baseman and mm-hmm. a couple outfielders. Couple outfielders. So they're yeah. they're going to have to be busy. Yeah. Uh, Will Chandler do you think Selman would buy out Arnett if a worst case scenario of four and eight happens? <sighs> I, that's, just, that's I, such feel a, I feel it's tough to do this. It is, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing: like, you know, I, I'm not I'm not saying that state is in the same position because they obviously don't have the resources that they do, but. Brent Venables at Oklahoma was awful last year. It mm-hmm. looks like he's kind of figuring it out. They're, they're better this and I'm not saying State can do that, but we are talking about a guy that is in his fifth game as mm-hmm. a head coach. Yeah. And, you know, it. 
right or wrong, you know, Mississippi State made this hire, and he's been promoted from defensive coordinator to the head coach of an SEC team. Yeah. And it's going to take some time to get settled into that role. He's never experienced this before. So it, I I have to feel like it. they're going to give him a shot. I, I just don't think – I don't think it would be fair to him to not allow him an opportunity to fix whatever happened this year. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't think that's very fair. No, I agree. And the, on the flip side of that, though, Zach Selman, it's his job. And he's running a major, you know, conference athletic department. And he could come in and say, you know what, I, I, their pressure is here to win now. And this wasn't my guy. I got to make this decision. So, I mean, could do that. I just don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to get, you know, at least two years. All right. Also, would Dan Mullen ever be a candidate at MSU again? I think he would be. I think he'd be interested. But you got to talk to him and be like, look, you can come in, but we're not doing the Hevesy, uh, Salich, Gonzalez thing again. And we're not doing this every year you're up for another job. Right. Like you're you're going committed, to committed to us. Yeah. We're taking a chance on you again. Yeah. And, and, but that's the main thing is like, you've got you like, you to be willing to upgrade your staff. Like, we're keeping Bumpus. You know, you can keep David Turner. He would probably want to work with Mullen again. Tony Hughes would probably stay and work with Mullen. Yeah. But you you got to, you got to, Get a staff of exciting young recruiters because we know you don't like to do it. So you got to have people around you who like to do it. it. It's you know I I don't know with the if if the current administration would be for it though. I don't either. Like especially like Mark Keenum. Like I you know I don't I don't know. You're right. Yeah, but like Mark Keenum strikes me as a guy that would be like, no, you grudge. turn your back on us. Yeah, but you know who knows? We'll see. I think you definitely kick the tires though. And if yeah. you have an opening oh, and say, "Hey, would you be interested in coming back?" We had a, we had a nice little time last yeah. time. It's like, remember the good times? Yeah. Uh, remember when? Uh, MSU Tidwell asks, "Is Mike Wright the quarterback next year if Will doesn't take his COVID year?" Eh, I think the state's quarterback for next season is in, is, is at another school right now. You have to look for a difference maker, yeah. like, and you know, Mike could be a difference maker in time. But you have to look for a guy that's been a proven quarterback, group of five, power five, whatever, that can come in here and set you apart next year. And that's going to be tough, but State's going to have some money to spend Yeah, on that. So, you know, Auburn had a tough time get, finding one this year. Florida had a tough time, so it's not easy. Yeah, But you just you never know. You never know who's going to come available, and you just got to monitor it that way. And if you can't find somebody – it's, people are not going to be happy about it, but there's worse things than, you know, Will Rogers coming back for another year. Yeah. Also from uh, from MSU Tidwell, I'm bringing my wife and son to the first to their first ever Egg Bowl this year. What's a must eat for dinner the night before before a li- before a long day of tailgating? See, that's the thing. Like Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving, not everything's open. Yeah, that might be tough. Um, I mean, I would I would with the family. I would probably say two brothers if they were open, uh, or Boardtown would be a good choice. I doubt. Well, I don't know. They might be. I don't. They know. They might be open. You know, maybe yeah, maybe that or uh, maybe uh, Blue Dose, maybe <clears throat> or Camp. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, it's uh, just going to depend on what's open. Umi, yeah. Umi's always a good choice. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um. 
Cameron Worm. Oh, we've kind of answered that one already. Sorry, Cameron. Big Worm. Big Worm. All right. So we got a scenario here from Courtney Maroon who who asked us. Well, first off, let's do the first. What's the secret to a good at home burger? Cooking method, seasoning, or both? I it's it's everything, right? You got it's the way you. Know, I don't do anything but the salt way you and make pepper. The, the patties. Salt and pepper. I like my patties thin. Okay. I don't want I don't want a, a thick. If I want a thick piece of beef, I will eat a steak. That makes I, sense. I we cook, always did. We always did thicker burgers I at like, my house. Like I'm thin. Cook it on the griddle so it gets that crunch. I don't like to cook on the grill. Yeah. And my dad. We got my dad the Blackstone nah, nah, this year, yeah. so he's Perfect. he's started the smash burgers. Per, that smash smash burgers are how burgers should be. Yeah. Melt your cheese. Keep it simple on the toppings. Don't go overboard. And, yeah, I've moved that direction. Yeah. There you go. So that yeah. That, I mean. It's really not difficult to cook a burger or to prepare a burger. Right. I mean, you, you need some good seasoning in there. You need mm-hmm. to you need to be able to hold the patty together. Mm-hmm. My dad always put eggs in in the hamburger you can do that. to hold the patty together and make sure it doesn't break apart. So you need a good uh, strong patty, and you know just cook it through and good to go. Have some good toppings. All right. Someone lets you into traffic in front of them, and then you find yourself able to let someone else in. But it will risk you and the person behind you who let you in to miss the light. What do you do? Does it depend on like what my situation is? Like if I'm not really in a rush, I might be a nice guy. But if I need to get going, I'm gonna have to say, No, I'm going here. Yeah. Um you have to find yourself able to let someone else in. That it that's a that's a a bit of a conundrum, but you know, it's kind of a paying it forward deal. You know, you let somebody somebody let you in, so it's, it's nice. You you be nice. But now you, now you've screwed this person behind you. Yeah, that's true. So, but it's, surely they understand. They they went into that situation saying, "I'm going to be a nice person here." Mm-hmm. If they see you doing the same thing, surely they understand that. You would think. But yeah, that would kind of annoy me. Yeah, I, I've actually been in that situation before, and I've been annoyed. Yeah. Like I let this person in, now they're letting somebody else in. No, that's that's not how it works. Yeah. I just wanted this guy to get in. Yeah. If I wanted them to be in, I would have let them in. Right. Uh, Andrew Norwood asks us, as it is Talladega week, how about a few motorsports related questions? If you could race any track in the world, what track and what type of vehicle would you race? I want to uh, race at Talladega. Yeah, I grew up loving NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I was a huge Dale Earnhardt fan, and. I went to Dalladega two or three times mm-hmm. and just, I mean, fell in love. If you've never been to one of these races, it's really incredible. Um, and when I had the the, the games, the NASCAR video games on PlayStation 1, I always wanted to race at Talladega and uh, Daytona because it's basically you can go as fast as you want to. Mm-hmm. You, it's not a lot of turns and you have the straightaways where you can really put the pedal to the metal those were my favorite tracks race i hated the race courses that they had um where you're just constantly hitting the brakes and stuff hated that so it would definitely be either talladega i don't want to have to turn no outside of the left turn that's all there's just there's basically two turns Mm -hmm. at talladega and you you have two straightaways yeah that would be definitely where i would want to go and you can go they have the restrictor plates on now. Back in yeah. the day, I mean, you could, go, you could go pretty fast. I want to go fast, Daddy. That's right. Uh, would you rather compete in the 24 Hours of Le Mans, the Isle of Man, I don't know what TT stands for, the Monaco Grand Prix, 
or the Indy 500. I'm American. I'm going Amer- I'm going uh, Indy 500. Yeah, I never got into the to those races. Like, yeah, I, I'm not. I, I, and like F1 has made like this huge thing going now. It's become like this thing, and I I've never have gotten into it though. So yeah, I'm a NASCAR guy. Yeah, even though I don't watch it anymore. Yeah, me and my uh, buddy, we used to watch it every Sunday. The Maroon Mike podcast asks us, how many SEC fan bases are thrilled with their coaching staffs right now? Seems like every team has an issue or two, even if it's merely an age complaint or nitpicky stuff, including heads coach, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator here. I think Georgia is probably as close to thrilled as you can get. Yeah. Um, Florida's got to be happy right they now. They should be happier. They weren't two weeks ago. No, but they. But right now you got the big win over Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You're kind of – You're kind of rolling a little bit. Yeah, I th- they're probably happy. Um. I would have said Tennessee was, but then the Florida game happened. Yeah, they're not. LSU should be happy. They're probably pretty happy. Uh, I think Auburn is still in the honeymoon phase. Yeah. So they're they're probably okay. they're not they're not very happy with the offense right now. No. But but they I mean, know what did you better. expect? Yeah, year like, one they're going to be okay. I don't know what people expected from that. Yeah. I mean, you kind of you got to ha- let that one play out. All right. Rob Hadaway asks us: Would this podcast sound more professional if I started introducing every guest as my guest at this time? No, I don't think anything can make this podcast seem more professional. My guest at this time from 24-7 Sports and the Starkville Daily News, Robbie Falk. Have you not done that before? I no, feel like you have. I have on interviews, but I'm talking about with you. I should, oh. I should introduce you, but you're not a guest, so I don't know. That's true. Uh, Jay in Baltimore, after watching Austin Powers for the millionth time, I realized the Brits have some great words and phrases. They didn't seem to make it across the pond. Any favorites for you or something you've embraced? Rubbish is a staple for me. I actually have one. Randy? <laughs> I do like Randy. Do I make you Randy, baby? Do I baby? make you Randy? <laughs> yeah! No, I love uh, shambles or shambolic. I love calling things a sham. It's a shambles! I love saying that. Yeah. That's something that the Brits say a lot. It's a bloody shambles. Bloody shambles. I don't know what bloody is like their... Their F word. Yeah. Almost. I mean, it's just everything. Their yeah, thing. I don't know where that came from. I don't either. Maybe Jack the Ripper. I hope not. Uh, Rob Hadaway, how is it that Iowa has an offense that got four first downs, zero points, and kept its defense on the field Saturday for 97 plays over three quarters, and over three quarters, and that somehow their defensive players haven't done a code red on the entire offense? You want to hear a stat for Iowa? Through four games, their wide receivers have 14 catches total. That that was truly unbelievable. It doesn't make sense. But what, what's crazy about Iowa is their offense is always terrible, mm-hmm. but they're always like top 25. They're, they, yeah. they produce NFL talent. The, if there was a team that was similar to Mississippi State, but probably more productive and more consistent, it would be Iowa. I mean, look at, what, look at the guys they have in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like the tight ends that they produce, the defensive linemen, it's re- it's truly remarkable. Mm-hmm. But they just their offense is just absolutely dreadful, and like I don't know how you get people in the stands for that. Yeah. Uh, last one here from Rob: Is Columbia, South Carolina, the Van Horn of the SEC? You're going to show up, waste all your bullets, gain nothing of value, and take forever getting back to where you came from. Has anyone ever been sorry that they did not travel there for a game? I think Columbia is a fine town. Why is he not a fan of Columbia? I don't know. It's I think it's it's fine. I've always wanted to try it out. Yeah, I agree. The atmosphere looked great. It what's looked, the what's the what's Van Horn? 
It's a Red Dead Redemption. Uh, oh, okay. I don't. I don't Van Horn know. is a, there's a is a town in Red Dead Redemption where there's no sheriff, so you can just go there and it's do, lawless. It's lawless, exactly. And that's where if ever I was having a bad day, I just get online or get on the uh, the PlayStation, ride up to Van Horn, and then just start killing everybody. Oh, okay, well, that's and nice. you don't have to worry about being arrested. Well, there you go. Yeah. All right. You got to live out your dreams. It was. It's always been or my. Was dream. it Brandon Walker's dreams? Which one? Well, Brandon Walker did live that. That's not even his dreams. That's his reality. <laughs> I've killed before. I'll kill again. <laughs> uh, let's move on into the rest of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. We were just talking about grilling. What's a, what's important? How to grill a steak, guys? If you if you don't know how to grill a steak, I don't know what to tell you. You need to figure that out. You need to be able to do it. So. Why don't you fire up the grill this weekend, put some ribeyes on there, make everybody in your family a really happy camper. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. Here's an update. You won't be able, you, you won't be able to, it can't help you, but Robbie and I are headed to Two Brothers as soon as we finish this podcast. Ooh. We're going there today. So, you should join us. Of course, we won't be there this time, but next time maybe. You should head to Two Brothers, enjoy a great lunch, enjoy enjoy a great dinner. Or if you want to head out on the town, Two Brothers is a great place to party in late night Starkville there in the Cotton District. Don't forget, also a Bulldog Initiative business. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they've been doing that for 48 years. They stay open because they take care of their customers. Simple as that, guys. So when you need technology for your business, give Advantage Business Systems a call. And then if you need service on those products, you just call them back. You talk to the same people, the guys who made you the sale. That's the difference between being a neighbor and being a number. Call them at 601-362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Collegiate Collection at the Rogue, guys, I've been saying it for, for months now. That's where your next polo or pullover needs to come from. They've got great styles, a great selection of name brands, and they have the logos that you're looking for. You're tired of the banner M? Nobody wants to wear that. So head over to the Rogue and check out what they've got for you. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. All right, back into it here. Hunter Bullware, rank these dinner options after a long, cold day at work. Chili, taco soup, potato soup, homemade chicken noodle soup. No, I gotta be potato I gotta, soup. I gotta to be me. sick for chicken noodle. I need to. I need to. Yeah, yeah. like stomach virus sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, that country potato soup, man, it's hard to beat. You got some bacon in there, mm-hmm. little cheese, potatoes, cheese, yeah. chives. Yeah, taco but I think soup, chili, though. chili and taco soup to me are superior for I cold agree. weather. Yeah. I'm um, on taco soup. Taco soup, chili, mm-hmm. potato soup, chicken noodle soup. All right. I, I don't eat chicken noodle soup unless I'm sick. Yeah. I, I, my wife makes great chicken noodle soup, but yeah, I, I prefer it when I'm sick. Yeah. What Mississippi State football player did you idolize the most growing up? Let's get let's date ourselves here. What's yours? Probably the first would be JJ Johnson. Okay. Uh, but there's so many, man. I I went through a basketball phase where I loved. You know, Derek Zimmerman, Lawrence Roberts, mm-hmm. Timmy Bowers, that group. Mm-hmm. But, like, for football, it was most definitely J.J. Johnson and um, Josh Morgan. All right. 
Uh, for me, it's John Bond. There you go. Yeah. I've told him that, too. That's like, hate to make you feel old, but... Uh, Caleb Ross at this. This is incredible. At a South Carolina at the South Carolina game, I heard a loud noise that sounded like someone playing a washboard. It was a teenager scraping a coin on a bleacher seat to annoy his mom. Oh, the I mom! The mom was ignoring him as he kept doing it. I told him to stop it in my dad voice. Fair or foul? One hundred percent fair. It's fair. If the if the parents won't step in, you got to do it. A kid's a kid is noticeably doing something annoying, and it's kind of a. Maybe not a detriment to everybody around you, but mm-hmm. an annoyance to everybody. You, you can have step to in. step in. Well, if, if the somebody, parent isn't going to do it, then... If someone forfeits their right to parent, yeah. you are allowed to step in 100%. Now, you know, if they're just oblivious or they don't, you know... Yeah. But they're sitting there laughing. <laughs> no, like, oh, no, that's no, no, just no. how little Johnny is. No. 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 You're out. All right. Uh, where are we here? Wade Jones asks us, this is a really good question. Would it be psychotic if someone doesn't warm their foom up in the microwave by increments of five? Yes. Yes. If somebody puts like a minute 33 on the microwave, psycho. They need to be examined. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's yeah, that that person is that person is uh, there's something going on in there that we need to yeah. find out what's what's happening. AJ Carter asks us if you were to sit down and watch a full football game, college or NFL, what two broadcasters would you want to do that game? I mean, right now, I mean, I, I would I'd be perfectly content with I, I like Chris Fowler. I, I don't like Herb Street though. So I want mm-hmm. Chris Fowler and Todd Blackledge, or or maybe I don't mind the McDonough McElroy team. I think they're good. Yeah, um, I love Brad Nestler too, but I don't want Dan- I don't want Danielson. Right, Brad Nestler's really good. I love those old school vo- voices. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm not really just like totally feeling everybody right now. Like I don't know. It's just because we don't watch a lot of games with the announcers. We only I mean this year we're gonna watch four games, basically. I love watching the CBS. I've completely flipped from where I was a few years ago where I couldn't stand Tony Romo mm-hmm. calling games. Like yeah, I yeah. like I just got tired of the whole predicting thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I it got to the point where I was like, this is just impressive that he's yeah. able to predict the play before yeah. it happens. So I, I do like Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Yeah. I love Jim Nance. Uh another one from Caleb Ross going to give a parental advisory here on this. Uh, I'm, I am simply reading what was oh sent to us. Oh, my God. Reading what was sent to us. Caleb. My wife is not a football fan. She actually read her Kindle during the SC, the, the South Carolina game. Her favorite <laughs> hey, thing, hey, I envy people like that, yeah. actually. Her favorite thing was to w- people watch and read T-shirts. The funniest shirt she saw said, Forget the rock, rub the cock. What's the funniest rivalry shirt you've seen? First off, I want to meet the person who wore this shirt, Robbie. I want I want to know, like, did you buy that shirt or is it a gift? Can you imagine going to whatever their version of the Lodge is and seeing a shirt that says that and going, that's the one for me? Forget the rock. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the ones. I... I I, I, I used to have the one. Did you ever see the ones that were like had Russian on them? So it like it was Russian writing and it said Ole Miss. And if you it, it was it said go to hell Ole Miss in Russian. But then if you like put the words together, if you like did your shirt like this, mm-hmm. it said the F word Ole Miss. Oh, so the the uh, the the dumb. Las Vegas. Uh, Shirts that they wore at baseball practice were that's that was kind of taken. Yeah, but from this, this was this was not put out by the university though. Somebody right. just did it. Yeah, 
That um, to me was the wildest thing I've ever seen uh, yeah. in in the rivalry. Was that's that yeah. that shirt that and Adidas shoes. are the official uniform provider did that. that that's was, fantastic. That was incredible. All right. Uh, sorry, mom. Who will have more rushing? This is from Kevis Wright. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Gigi. Uh, who will have more rushing yards this weekend, Woody Marks or Quinchon Judkins? I mean, Judkins just isn't getting the ball. But well, the and then time, when he does, they he just gets he stuffed. Look, he look I the mean, they, there's nowhere for him to go. I agree. That's a good question. I mean, I think it's going to be Woody. But, I mean, when was the last time State had a really good running game against Alabama? Alabama 17? Harris Williams had like 70, 80 yards. Yeah, I think State rushed for over 100 in that game. But that didn't happen much. I don't know, man. Because yeah. Ole Miss has been so bad running the football. I, I'm i going to go with Judkins, I think. Yeah, okay. I can, I can, I can agree with that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Ian Ladner, week four confusion. How is the offensive line still still so inconsistent? I, I think it's just because they just they haven't settled on five guys. No. They're continuing to try to rotate these guys, and it's, it's just not working. They need to find the best five and go with them. Mm-hmm. That is a big problem. And yeah. you know, again, we should have listened to Cole Kublik more. We did. We made such a like that wasn't a big deal. But mm-hmm. I think moving the splits, tightening the splits, and I think that is taking an adjustment. But mm-hmm. to me, the biggest thing is the fact that they haven't got their five best guys on the field. That, yeah. that to me, feels like the biggest problem that they have. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Also for me, and after seeing the team get pushed around and run passes, is it time for a new strength coach? I, I feel like strength coaches like bear the brunt of things. That, yeah. I mean, State's players just aren't as good as they need to be. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's got nothing to do with what he's doing. Bringing in a new strength coach, I mean, it's, it's not like you bring in a new strength coach and all of a sudden, yeah, there, there can be a difference. I, I think with Mullen, it, it made a difference. But the main thing with Mullen making a difference was they were just better coached. Mm. You know, they weren't necessarily stronger or faster. They were just running a better offense. Yeah, and I don't think State's not tough or not strong or whatever. I just, for whatever reason, it's just not, something's not clicking. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Also, from last one for me, and does State score an offensive touchdown in the first half against Alabama? So if I give you first half over under six and a half for Mississippi State, I think they do. Okay, I think they. Can I score. think they will score one touchdown. I th- my my goal for this weekend is fourteen points. Anything better, great, but get the fourteen points because it's something that you haven't done very often in the Nick Saban era. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Sheldon Nations. A hundred years ago, there were roughly 25 million horses working in the U.S. Today, that is basically zero. The only horses that work are the Clydesdales, I think. Those are the only ones. There's probably some out there that's like oh, plowing a field farm, or something. Farm horses, yeah. Yeah. What does the world look like in a hundred years if human labor follows a similar path? Uh, it looks like Terminator. <laughs> we, we, are, we are letting these robots have too much, guys. It looks like um, idiocracy. Oh God, <laughs> we're close to that too. Where they where they put the uh, yeah. the Gatorade? Brondo. It's got electrolytes. Brondo. What your body craves? It's got what plants crave. You should give it water. <laughs> the stuff from the toilet. <laughs> I love that. That movie is really genius. I mean, if you That's look so at funny, it, yeah. it's not that far away. Yeah. Um, it really is interesting. Like 
what what has happened to horses because mm-hmm. they were forms of transportation they mm-hmm. were forms of labor yeah and now they're just pets there's not a whole lot of people using them for anything other than you have one to ride around or for racing yeah and other than that i mean it used to be like a you know you think about like if your car broke down how distraught you would be yeah but, but nowadays you could get a ride somewhere you figure it out if you were somewhere and your horse died that's it. I think you about were that dead. stuff a lot too. Like the, everything was like planned specifically, and mm-hmm. I know like like if you're a faith based person like me, like you believe that God understands what's coming in the future or whatever. But mm-hmm. like some of the stuff like that's happened, like advancements in science, mm-hmm. you know, horses. Like you t- you're now driving cars. Like people would have never thought about any of that stuff way back in the day. You like this is what is. These things were put here for this. This is why we use them. And now it's like, what? what is this horse for? We get on it and ride around the pasture. Yeah. They're it's, pets now. I mean, people people rode across the country with horses. And now, like, you barely, like, use them to go across a, a field. So it's just, like, it's crazy. Uh, Andy Losick asks, would playing Leech's You've Lost Your Inner Pirate cameo from Friday Night Lights pump up Davis White Stadium, or would it undermine this staff establishing an identity? Personally, that fires me up more than the Rudy or Miracle Clips teams play. I, I feel like you, you got to kind of move on, eventually yeah. to that point. You, yeah. you, you know, they, 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 gotta, they can't go, they can't stay there, I don't think. No, I agree. All right. Ford Polk asks us, what mascot could State have that would match the fauna of Mississippi? <laughs> um, a possum. Possums. Possums would be a good one. Actually. Raccoon. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so I mean, the possum I mean, would be it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, possum. Because I mean, other places have deer. Yeah. Other. I mean, other places have possums yeah, too. But, but, but possums are are big here. Yeah. yeah. Did the NFL ever tell us where the replacement referees came from? Not that I remember. I don't know. I can't. Are are they replacements now? No, no, they're not now. Okay, I didn't know where that came from. What yeah. is it? Like the they just a few asked. years ago when they were yeah when they were okay. replacements. Yeah, should officiating crews be investigated for sports betting, specifically SEC officials? Some of the calls and missed calls are so egregious they've got to be thrown in the game. They are. I mean, they are. They're pretty tightly monitored on that, from what I can tell. Yeah, I mean, they're graded, I think, and stuff like that. I mean, they'll get demoted and yeah, all that. So I mean, they're yeah. Apparently, uh, they're trying. Just doesn't really yeah. seem that way. Right. Jeffrey Chancellor, I won the Polk's pick six, pick six this week after picking it about six seconds and putting zero thought into it. You ever given minimal effort into something and unexpectedly won? I'm trying to think. Have I, have I ever just had something where it's like I didn't really try, but I won anyway? Um... Nothing's coming to mind. Yeah. Like, I haven't won a whole ton of things in my life either. I remember winning the Math B in third grade, but that was hard. Thank God I knew what 12 times 11 was. That's true. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't know. Uh, also from Jeffrey, we talked about Jeffrey on the air yesterday because somebody thought his name was going to be Jefferson. And, and Borky said, if your name is Jefferson Chancellor, you definitely went to Ole Miss. That's true. So he says, it's Jeffrey, although my high school football coach often called me Jefferson, and I did attend Ole Miss. Should I go by Jeff 
to make me more make me appear more like the state fan that I am. Yes. Why'd you go to Ole Miss? Is the real question, Jeffrey. Uh, yes, you should go by Jeff. Absolutely. So, here's my what in the world is on his Twitter? Who? He he tweeted this picture. Said, "What's this?" And it's something peering into a uh, window. That's very scary. What it's, is? It's a what, bear. It looks like. Is it an owl? That might no. Be an that's owl. a. Is that a badger? Let me see. That's too high up, though. Let me see. Let me see the window. I think it looks like it's on its hind feet. It could be a possum. Like I don't know where the camera is. Is the problem? Well, oh my god! Are there badgers freaky. in Mississippi? I don't know. I can't. Be. I've never seen one, can't but be. it kind of had the face of it. Yeah. Here's my question about mm-hmm. um, the Ole Miss and Mississippi State college thing. Mm-hmm. Do you respect someone more having gone to college at Ole Miss but remaining faithful to Mississippi State, or someone that just changed their entire uh, vocation or whatever to go to college to make sure they didn't go to college at Ole Miss? So you're saying. I went to Ole Miss, but I'm a state fan. I stayed a state fan the whole time. Yes. Versus somebody who... Uh, I, I, I didn't become a doctor or a lawyer because mm-hmm. I hate Ole Miss that much. Or went somewhere else and did that. I went to Alabama. Yeah. To, yeah. Well, here's the thing. like, I, My I, sister graduated from Ole Miss, but she doesn't care anything about sports. I, I got I to respect the person who goes to Ole Miss and becomes a state fan. Because depending on what years you're there, you might have had some tough years. You yeah. Know? So I, yeah, I got to give respect for that. Well, um, I respect you still, Jeffrey. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do as far as schooling is concerned. Kurt has some questions about his tailgate. He wants us. He's got an eight p.m. game. He his tailgate. What's the best tailgate grilling ideas for breakfast and an afternoon meal? If you've got the griddle, you're good for breakfast. Breakfast casserole. Yeah, stuff like that. You can make that at home. Yeah. Uh, the state doesn't have like open flame. No, you can you can cook. Can yeah. you? Yeah. Can you grill? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, then I would I would do I would make that probably at home, mm-hmm. and then I would take a griddle or a skillet or something, make some, some fry up some bacon, some eggs, maybe some, some eggs. Yeah. Uh, for the people that don't want the casserole, you, you, you want a sweet thing too. You want yes. to get an early sugar rush. You get you want if you can get a pan of Juju cinnamon rolls, you're Ooh. doing good. But any kind of cinnamon rolls or danishes are going to be good. Donuts. Then what I would do is, for lunch, I'm just going to put like some finger food out, maybe do some wings, some sausage. Mm-hmm. And then around 5, around the time Ole Miss is kicking off, that's when we're going we're gonna to serve dinner. And we're going to have, like, you know, maybe we've had a pork butt going all day, something like that. Or, you know, we put a, a pork yeah, loin on the grill. Some, you know, some, do some big chicken pieces or something like that. That's what I would do. Yeah. The best music, the best music is the dulcet sounds of college football. Just turn on the game. Just turn on the game. Yeah. Your favorite tailgate location. Mine will always be where we used to tailgate right there on Bell Island in front of the chapel. That's where I, I tailgated most of my life, and I wish I could go back. You can. Yeah. Well, you can't. That's they, they don't let you park there anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. On game day, that's uh, that's that's not allowed. Uh, best college game to watch on TV this week. Let me see the SEC window here. I mean, what what is the two thirty game this week? No clue. It's uh, Georgia Auburn. Eh. Yeah. Let me see if I can. Find Normally, it. that'd be a solid game, but let's see here. Friday, there's good games. Um, 
I'm definitely checking out. Can, can you watch Florida and uh, Kentucky? What time? That game's at 11. You definitely want to watch Florida, Kentucky. A&M, Arkansas is usually an exciting game. I would watch that. And then, like I said, Ole Miss kicks off at 5. You can watch most of the first half. And some, I guess probably a little bit of the second before you have to get into the stadium. So, got some good options there. Yeah, and the best drink you got to change this throughout the day. I would I'd start off with you know if you're a, if you're a Bloody Mary person go that route. If you're not, you know you maybe a screwdriver or a mimosa. Around uh, lunchtime though, I'm switching to beer and I'm probably going to go from there, and then maybe a bourbon drink before you get into the stadium. Ooh, it's going to be a long day. 8 p.m. Man, you just got to be you got to be good. Best of luck to you, Kurt. Yeah, Kurt, you, I, I, we believe in you, Rob Montgomery. We believe. Yeah, no, don't do that. When is the last 8, p- 8 p.m. home kickoff? I remember for sure the 12 UT game where we beat an injured Derek Dooley. Yes. But surely there's been one since then. I don't think there has been an 8, an 8 p.m. game. I don't remember one. I'm trying to think. Alabama started late in 13. That was a, I mean, it was dark when that game started. When did, when did Georgia? But that was in November. Yeah. That same with like Georgia last year was like a 6 p.m. kickoff, but it was dark already. Yeah. I don't remember. So, I don't yeah. remember one. It's been a while. I do remember that, that 2012. Tennessee game because I was yeah. on the sidelines the whole game yeah. for that. Corderell Patterson, what a stud! Yeah. What a stud! Uh, the game, basically the game clinching play was Malcolm Johnson making a one handed grab in the back of the end zone. Marcus Green. Marcus, no, it was Malcolm Johnson. No, it was Marcus Green. I think it was Malcolm Johnson. All right, well we're gonna have to look. Almost this. positive is Malcolm. We're gonna Johnson. have to look that up, aren't we? Then. Yes. Yes, we are. I'm. I'm almost. A hundred percent. It was Malcolm Johnson, pass from Tyler Russell. I knew it was Tyler Russell. One-handed grab, back of the end zone. I remember, I remember everything about it. Hold on. Recap. Game cast. Oh, they don't have the names on here. Hold on. How dare they? Oh, that doesn't help because Marcus Green had two touchdowns and Malcolm Johnson had one. I was hoping one of them didn't have a touchdown. Three touchdowns from your tight ends? Yeah. It was Malcolm Johnson. Hold on. I feel positive. You're right. Boom! I love being right over you. I would have swore it was Marcus Green. Oh, well. All right. Mama's uh, wrong again. <laughs> What's been the Dion moment? This is still from Rob Montgomery. What's been the Dion moment that made you realize how impactful he's already been on college football nationally? Mine was on Saturday at Buffalo Wild Wings. Lots of games on, but the one with the sound up and the louder fans was Colorado, Oregon, not Bama Ole Miss. For me, it's been watching these NFL people try and trip their way through college oh, football talking. They don't brutal. know anything. They don't know anything. It's been so brutal, man. Yeah. I mean, the the most impactful moment was Colorado Colorado State producing what it did mm-hmm. because that game had no business any other year being nobody caring about it yeah but the people that are the, these people are creating hatred for Dion they are 100%. The, there's been way more praise and appreciation of things than there's been hate mm-hmm. and these people just come in and just like well I've never seen a man hated like. That no, th- this is what y'all are creating this, and Dion's creating it. His players are creating it. His son went up to, I think it was his son mm-hmm. on that Oregon video, yeah, it is said, I- "I'll, yeah, beat your, you know what, and your coaches and all that." Like these guys are are becoming villains, yeah. which I I like. I like Colorado, and I I like Dion, but yeah, this is something that's been created by other people that don't keep up with college football very often. Yeah. 
Uh, where are we here? Scott Ming. In the NFL, the, the quarterback and play caller on defense have headphones in their helmets for coordinators to talk to. Why don't colleges do this, or why are they not allowed to have it? My guess is a money thing. Yeah. Like it'd be easy for teams in the SEC to do it, but FCS teams couldn't, and then you have a, a competitive advantage. Um, so the whole, like, it's got to be, you're right, it's got to be the same across the board. Right. That's what's keeping it from happening. Yeah. In college, you can't have, you know, Alabama has all the resources right. to this, but, you know, yeah. Yale doesn't. Right. It you can't, can't, can't have go that, that way. So. Uh, Nathan Kelly, true or false? Alpha males admit Nickelback was a good band and made some good hits. Congratulates them on their success. Beta males say Nickelback sucks because it's trendy. I think that's true. It's, I, I, first off, alpha males is like the worst thing right now because of that Australian dude who's like the biggest loser on the face of the planet. Who? This guy, uh, he's on Twitter. He, he calls himself an alpha male, and he like gets, but he gets triggered by Skittles. So, <laughs> but that being said, you're correct. So let's just say real men. Yes, so real you, men of genius. I mean, you go tell Jake Mangum that Nickelback's not a good band. You see how that goes for you. I, you know, I got caught up in the you know Nickelback sucks thing, but yeah. it wasn't that. It was it was like I don't like Nickelback in its current state. Yeah, kind of thing. I didn't like Nickelback when they switched to like kind of mainstream. Yeah, I liked you know follow you home and like all that. The all those all those songs from back in yeah, the day yeah. that had the nice drum beat and yeah. good, and that you know they they've covered some great songs too at their concerts. They used to cover like Metallica and Pantera yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So like deep down, like that band's really good. It's just they yeah. got off, but they found a formula that gets them hit songs that puts money in their pockets. Yeah, like, why not and do I can't it? hate that, yeah. but I just hate that music. All right, I got you. Side note: Did you have you watched the Wrestlers doc? I'm on like episode. I haven't six. watched. It. I need to check it. It's out. It's great. I love. I love Al Snow. So it is fantastic. Um, the Mangum Cafe. Prefer your bacon soft, crispy, or extra crispy. This is where Robert St. John and I have big, big debate. Crispy. Nah. Crispy uh, too soft. Like I, not. I, it needs to have some chew to it. I don't want extra crispy bacon. I, I like I, a little fat. So on there. I go to when I go to Waffle House, you can ask for bacon. Yeah. It's, it's called rare, but it's not. It's not rare bacon. It, they, they they cook it, but it's not crispy. Right. It's chewy. That's what I want. I want bacon that's some chew. My to mom it. gets extra crispy at Waffle House. Oh no. no. I like I like just regular bacon. But I want it to have Agreed. some crisp, but not be burnt yeah. tasting. All right. Ben Wadsworth, we've answered the final meal question a number of times. Let's move on from that. What's the best cheese dip? You can buy at a store. I mean, I think it's Poncho's. I think the, the the OG is the best one. I've never really paid oh, yeah. attention. Oh yeah, Poncho's cheese dip. That's the one. Is it in the like clear container? Yeah, it's over there with the rest of the like the French onion dips I, and all that. I'm sure that's what I get. Yeah, I, my wife picks it up. So yeah. I don't. Uh, what's a word, Hunter Manis? What's a word that you know that you don't use enough? Mine is petrichor, the smell oh. of rain. I didn't know that word. Existed. I didn't know that word existed. Um, I, I I love the word cornucopia. That is my favorite word. Cornucopia and plethora are my two favorite words. I I love plethora. Yeah, if you get anything where I can have a plethora of options, I would. I'm excited about that. That's true. So. Um, what's another word that I? I don't know. Uh, with Paul leaving, who's going to be the countryest person asking interview questions? Uh, Paul, uh, uh, don't, why don't we wait on that question? 
Uh, last one here from Hunter Manison. I think that's our last one for the day. If you could remove one thing from existence that annoys you, what would it be? Do you do you mean other than Ole Miss? Because <laughs> if I could if I could Thanos snap them out of the world, my goodness. Um, something that annoys me. Um, I mean, I, I, like stupid people is just too general, isn't it? Yes. So. That that would be a that that would eliminate a lot of people. I mean, to take care of a lot of issues. So I mean, that, I that would that I don't might even know eliminate again. That might eliminate you and I. It's so. true. We might we might that be that would be something if you're like I want to I wish that stupid people didn't <laughs> exist and then boom you're in the void. <laughs> like, are you serious? It. I was stupid. I didn't know. So yeah, gotta be careful. With that. Some of my mom said. <laughs> and then you hear your mom, honey. Oh no, mom, you too. <laughs> Is that you? Yeah. All right, tomorrow's show, uh, we'll talk Mississippi State-Alabama. I've already got an interview done with Nick Alvarez from AL.com. We'll have a lot to talk about about this game and and how Mississippi State is going to attack the Alabama Crimson Tide. We'll see you tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Supercross Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.